Welcome back to the Drive-In with Dave and Anthony, episode 40, part 2. At Astra. At Astra. Uh, before we get into spoilers, let's, uh, I guess, in- initial thoughts. So, initial, did you, initial thoughts. Uh, I, I, did I, you enjoy it? I dug it. I enjoyed it. I definitely think... Uh, it's a little what? slower than I thought it was going to be. That's one of my kind of gripes with it. It didn't keep you kind of on the edge of your edge of your seat throughout the entire movie but it was I, I would and I would say too uh I guess as far as would you give a recommendation like is it one to go out and see immediately before it's out of theaters and I would say yes if you go see it in IMAX I was gonna say if you experience it where the sound is gonna make a difference then see it in theaters but if not hold on tight until you can stream it or rent it on blu-ray i always feel like movies that take place in space definitely benefit from the the larger screen and imax i Uh, agree the uh yeah i mean a a normal theater again if you're if you're a movie goer i I would recommend seeing it but if if it's one where you're you're not making it out you know, you, you got to pick and choose what you go see. There's, if you have, there's, there's other choices out yeah, there to go see right now. If you have an ability to see it in IMAX, I would I would definitely recommend that. But otherwise, yeah, you could. I would say you could you could hold off on it. It's not it's not a. I wouldn't say it's a must see. In yeah, in, in theaters, I would definitely if you're into space movies and whatnot, for sure check it out. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit more, but I mean, like yeah. the film editing, like the sound. The sound, the soundtrack, and I don't know if it was because you told me you'd just seen Moneyball, but there were a couple like parts where the music was swelling. I was like, this sounds exactly like like Moneyball, like like explosions like, in the sky. Yeah, well, like like the final scene in Moneyball where the team's making their comeback. Yeah, they, just like the, they the, crack the home run. And it's it, just yeah, like dead the, the well, and the way that like the music builds up, it, it almost it sounded really similar. Yeah. To that, so I wonder if they if they use that movie at all for or songs from that movie is like the the filler music at first, but uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into into spoilers now with it. Yeah, so it it starts off where he's on this like mega structure. It's a it's a what they say an antenna, but it's connected to Earth, right? Yeah, it's a it's a super antenna used for reaching out to make extraterrestrial like, give me contact more, give me more of that that was cool like how the fuck do they build that how does it yeah. never like break or tip over well, i would assume i was thinking about that because it was like a three-pronged base but those would have to be like miles wide yeah. to support that but they, he starts off in the upper atmosphere reminded me of that red bull jump oh, where the guy yeah. parachutes in yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's where he's at that upper atmosphere limit so it was kind of like realistic in that sense where he could not like if he didn't black out like he can you know get a shootout which he did so that yeah that's what happens he's working on the satellite with other people they get hit with this this like electro surge that starts causing destruction uh on on the structure he's on and you see uh several of the other team members end up falling yeah but don't you see like other parachutes though when he's coming down i don't remember can't remember if that was debris or other shoots but yeah he he falls kind of goes into a free fall is able to gain control and yeah. then pull his shoot which that just looked like a normal shoot i figured it'd have to be bigger for than how, the one 
because like you're even your Red Bull one like yeah. that shoe was crazy this one looks look like a just a regular shoe yeah and it gets it gets hit with some debris uh, and right there I was thinking well he's got to have a secondary shoe yeah. like just cut that but anyway I mean he's he survives that you know they uh, couple like generals and colonels and whatnot pull him in uh, for a meeting a debriefing is what they say and uh, I kind of go over his backstory a little bit like him and his wife are like not together anymore just due to his due to his ethic towards the job he's he, he's a real like stoic guy no emotion yeah. they bring that up his heart rate even yeah, during they, that they bring free that fall up a few times where his heart rate never stays. goes above 80 yeah like he's always calm and collected, which actually does provide some good points throughout the movie where he does stay calm and collected, which yields, you know, like saving that one ship at Mars, the, the yeah. ending part, but But uh yeah, then they tell him this isn't actually a this isn't actually a debriefing. This is uh like a mission, like a classified We we know where these pulses are coming from. They're coming from the Lima project and then that's where like you saw in the yeah. trailer, he says, "Yeah, I was my my father was the captain of that." We find out about his dad. They're like on the that other he's side still of alive, Neptune, and they're like giving off these like electro pulses that are causing these disturbances. I think it, yeah, at one point there was a newscast like I think four hundred thousand people had died due to yeah something like that due to these. So they want to send a classified mission out to Neptune to make contact with his father and and shut down whatever's whatever's going on so yeah so then this is this is my favorite part of the entire movie was when they 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 fly him to the moon like to there's moon like commercial out, there's like a outpost and like you just take regular like trips trips there and it was set up really cool like how like we were talking you, you earlier po- well and you pointed it out when they as soon as he gets on or when they're landing on the moon, you can see an, an there's Applebee's. Applebee's. There's like a lot of commercial stuff. So there's like a subway inside the yeah. There's the like terminal. A, a Hudson like bookstore like there are at regular it, an airport, and that's what uh. I mean, I guess it it kind of just brings a good point. I mean, that's realistic. Things would just become commercialized, and you hear during Brad Pitt's voiceover, you know, he says his dad would have been disgusted yeah. with with the status of which talking about those like that was a cool part I thought of the movie was him kind of narrating the movie like we're hearing Brad Pitt like give this narration but it's kind of like him talking to himself but it gives like more exposition into the movie you know because the movie's really quiet you know pretty much like there's good dialogue scenes but there's really it's just really him in space so like that was really much needed so the the next step after that is he's got they got to go to from the moon they got to go to a military base that'll launch them to an underground facility in Mars. Yep. So they have to drive across the moon in and these they say buggies. they say that there's a lot of I mean essentially a war on the moon for various resources and stuff. Yeah. So they get ambushed by space pirates. pirates. Yeah. That's where I joke to you. This is just what the next Fast and Furious is going to be. They get into a... And I hate to admit it, but, like, I was so, like, against that, but that was kind of a cool part of the movie. <laughs> it, it was. They get in a shootout with these space pirates. Uh, it And, again, I, I guess w- when you look at it from a perspective of this is where potentially we could be going as a future, I mean, that, that would be a real thing if there's other uh, countries or 
able to get to the moon and bases are set up. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what would happen. There'd be there'd be fights over resources yeah, there's a and ton of resources on there. I, the, the one thing that I was wondering is like, where are these pirates like outposted? Like, yeah. how do they have like these? Do they have like, uh, you know, stations that they go back to? Then it looked like when they got to that Mars launch pad, like they threw those missiles out at them, and it's like, well do that to them every time like why can't you hunt them down on the moon and so and that but that was kind of that was again it it opened up a whole nother can of worms that i would have liked to see more of or see it resolved because it's just uh they end up but brad pitt and then uh i don't know what that actor's name is sutherland yeah donald sutherland they're the only two who survive yeah like of course and uh it's just like you said it's just like well what what I kind of want to find out more about them. What's yeah. their base? What like? Which I, I'm they're because these are military personnel. They were accompanied by the military. It's like these. I I get these people going like getting ambushed if they're making supply runs. But it's like this is the U.S. military this is the government. Like they have, they're gonna and they did is like they're gonna, wep, you know, get the weapons out and destroy you guys. And they did that. But uh, yeah, it makes it to. Uh, Makes it to the Mars outpost. This is where he reconvenes with another group. His uh, Brad Pitt's mission is completely classified. So these people uh, transporting them to Mars, they have they don't know what's going on. So yeah. as they're making their way to Mars, they get a distress signal from a Norwegian oh yeah medic- medical ship so that they, was out on a I think they said a comet exploring for yeah, like minerals or, or it, like just doing science stuff whatever it was and brad pitt's against it telling them no we're not going to do it and they say well if 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 you want to stop me you can but you're going to have to tell us what what your actual mission is and i'll let you take control of this of our ship yeah so he doesn't brad pitt and he sees uh the the co-pilot the captain asks the co-pilot do you want to go on this or not and the co-pilot tries to play it off like oh yeah i'm cool with it He's like, but, well, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, and then Brad Pitt can see it, and he does it in his narration. Oh, he's he's scared. Yeah. So Brad Pitt and the captain go on the ship uh, trying to make contact. And there's nobody on board. Well, they see... Right. Did, did, I don't remember. Did he see any dead bodies? No, they there didn't see no anybody. dead bodies. He just saw, like, those scratches. Yeah, scratch marks. What were you, I was like, okay, are we getting some alien stuff Is right here? Is this a sequel to the movie Life? Yeah. <laughs> So I actually had super super vibes from that movie, the Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. So uh, Captain goes quiet. Uh, Brad Pitt ends up seeing him floating, and then there's a a monkey pops out, and then right there I was baboon? like, yeah, I was That's like, kind of scared the shit out of me. I, I was I was like, this is Planet of the Apes. I knew it. <laughs> I called it. I was just wondering, like, how does how can they breathe? Like the other, they both have their oxygen stuff on, right? Yeah, maybe they could have taken it off, but uh, oh, okay. c- Captain gets mangled by one of these baboons. Did they make it off of there, but then that Captain ends up passing away. But again, that's another kind of thing that was just, it's like, well, why are these things, why did they become, because they said, I think, 11 or 20 or something souls on board, a lot of people, but why did these monkeys go, go like crazy? Right and there? I was wondering, okay, maybe it's got something to do with these pulses, Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I kind of put it together like they were just out in space too much and like the the rage got yeah. to them or they just like kind of lost their mind. But it, Just another one of those things that it, it was once they were off there, it was 
that was it. We don't. I mean, did they get these baboons from that comet? They're just space yeah. baboons. Like who knows? So uh, again, it's it's another thing they they show, but it, it's it's just the end of it, and then they move on from there. Uh, yeah, then we get to Mars. Go to Mars. The uh, they get hit up with another pulse as they're landing. Oh, that's right. The, that co- that scared co-captain became the, the captain. captain, and he he freezes up. He's unable to do anything so brad pitt it, takes control of the ship and has to put it in manual to land it lands it tells the captain i hope you understand why i did that i um, won't tell space command yeah and then which i thought that was going to play a little bit more of a role at you know we'll talk about him a little bit uh but then he lands he meets up with that man bun dude on yeah. mars who uh they're they're sending those messages their plan is to send a, a laser message it's a pre-typed up message from brad pitt to his father to try and get contact yeah so he sends the first one and then they showed him in the recording studio for the second one but i was just like if you're gonna have him just use the first message keep sending the same one why does he have have him him record the entire just have him record like five different messages at one time then yeah so he goes the second time to record a message goes off script tries to get a little more personal with it and uh another lady who was helping the man bun dude comes in says you're you're too close to the situation you're yeah, headed back to earth yeah but they made it seem like his, they received a message dad, back from his yeah messaged him back after that like personal note to to that he recorded so as he's decommissioned and he's going back to they got uh what are, i don't remember calming chambers or whatever where you see like images of yeah. earth and there's like birds and and stuff but uh, the lady who's in charge of the mars facility that was another thing she's the first one to greet him on mars and then gets told by man bun you don't have yeah classification she like is but she's the head she's the head of the whole mars base wasted her character a little bit but she she sends brad or gives brad pitt a message that was sent from his father because her parents were on that same voyage on the lima project uh brad pitt's dad tommy lee jones and his uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Clifford McBride, Brad Pitt's Roy McBride. So Clifford says in his message, everybody, they've been on the mission too long. Everybody wants well, to go, go home. home he he believes in what they're doing. So they try to uh, form a mutiny uh, against yeah, him. And he ends up killing the other people involved. Yeah, so, and even like innocent people. So he yeah. like basically killed the entire crew just because he wants to find, you know, life. Yep. intelligent life out there so the woman tells brad pitt well i can get you to the ship because they're gonna do a search and destroy mission there's no like a nuclear they got a extraction, nuclear action yep you know of tom Lee jones but it was the same crew that boarded him from mars or from the moon to mars that are leading this mission so they must have kind of known the entire time then right yeah that's what i was wondering if yeah, that's because that's a good point. Because he's like, they, Captain, Captain, he's walking through the hallway, and they just like kept going forward. Well, on, on the original, on getting to Mars, they were acting. Yeah, they just like, said, "We're just transporting you. That's it." But then, obviously, they would have had to know. This is yeah. we're dropping a, a nuke on on his dad. So uh, he he is able to sneak onto the ship, which I was like, yeah. they, they made it a little too. He he's comes through an underground lake on Mars. And he's like underneath the rockets, and as he's climbing up to board, it's counting down yeah, from, from ten seconds. I'm like, that's yeah. that's cutting it too close because the the thrusters started kicking on as he was climbing. I'm like, yeah. that's you you would get melted away. 
There was no way in 10 seconds, but... I kind of thought that he wasn't going to make it on there, and, like, he would have had to, like, board, like, another ship, and it'd be kind of, like, you know, one of those things where it's, like, yeah. a race across space. But anyway, he makes it on. The other crew, the co- or the new captain's asking, what do we do? They say, take, take him out. So they try to... Which, this is the part where I thought would have came full circle, is, like... He helped save their lives with the yeah with the landing. Well, that's then, what I thought with that captain. And then it's like, oh, you guys are just literally trying to kill Brad Pitt's character now, even though he saved your guys' life. Yeah, Brad Pitt covers for that captain who failed, and then I thought that captain was like, no, let's trust him. But yeah. nope, they just they all try to get Brad Pitt. They end up all dying. All three of the, the remaining crew died. So again, okay. that was just kind of way they. I don't know. I. They've already shown that uh, going back to when he commandeers the landing on Mars and Abel safely lands well, it. Like, you've already established he's calm, cool, collected. If if him saving the ship and then covering for that captain wasn't going to come back, like, there was there was no need to have that scene. That's what I'm saying. Why, why, why do we even need to get to know the characters then? Yeah. Or you could have just had a new crew that were, like, Assholes because they wanted to do the mission and then they're like, there's yeah. no skin in the game. Because that that would have been that would have been cool if yeah that captain would have vouched for him and said. No, I mean, you got to think from the moon to Mars is a long journey. Plus, like he saved their lives and then it's like, oh, we don't care yeah. about you. We're gonna we're gonna take off. But anyways, yeah, he makes it makes it to uh, Neptune. Neptune. Which that entire series where it's like a 79 day trip. He gets there. He still looks pretty clean cut and shaved. I'm like. Well, I was wondering too. What's like, going on here? Oh, oh, I, I thought maybe he was going to go on like stasis or something. He inserts a feeding, tube, feeding tube, but he, I guess, was awake the whole time. And is that? I think that's where it started having like flashbacks to his past. Yeah, and, I kind of liked the themes of it. it was a little more psychological. You know, like we were kind of getting in his head of like you know being by yourself for that long, like you're going to start going nuts. But he he makes it onto the ship he's unable to dock so he has to hop out of his uh little pod and yeah climb in from space see somebody floating with a with like a bag over their head and so this uh, was like the crew on the lemur ship that tommy lee jones you know kind of killed or i mean did kill all of them and that part was gross yeah but then tommy lee jones says oh yeah is that you and then uh brad pitt's putting that nuclear bomb on on that like uh, uh, the energy charge. Yeah, machine the antimatter yeah. is what it was. But uh, that's kind of where we get. Tommy Lee Jones tells him, "I knew what I was doing. Never loved your mom. Never, never loved, loved you." you. This Which is, it was just like God. Like that. I, he I was. Didn't, I didn't I, like that twist. He was such. Tommy Lee Jones was such a piece of shit, and yeah. I hated that. I yeah. was like, what a f- just. See, Nothing redeeming was, about him, I a fucking was, scumbag. I thought, like, the video that he recorded about, you know, how to killing all the mutiny was, like, fake. Like, there was going to be more text in there, you know? Like, well, and, like they just, like, cut it to make it seem like he was a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yep. Then when he gets there, he's like, no, like, I've been trying to get back to you and your mom. Or, or some yeah, shit like that, because all know? he says is, I guess, when the crew was trying to do their mutiny, he said that's what set off the antimatter machine. yeah. And he's but, been trying to shut it off. I, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. see that—that's what but kind of like, annoyed don't me. Don't redeem yourself here. Yeah, like, I don't, I, but he didn't though. It's like he's just like, yeah, they—they they set this off, and I, I've been trying to stop it, but not really. But they—they yeah. uh, they started trying to 
throw me off base. Like when he climbs on, when Brad Pitt gets on the ship and he's crawling through, he sees a National Geographic poster that says, is there life out there? And written in pen on it says, yes, three times. So I was like, oh, he He, he discovered it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But then we find out Tommy Lee Jones is just, he's so, I guess, he's, I guess, essentially, he's gone crazy in the fact that he hasn't found life. Yeah. That's his whole goal is to find life. And guess what? There's just, there's nothing out there. Yeah, because Brad Pitt downloads that. Uh, that data that shows that his dad found all, all of these, these new planets, planets, but they're just he was searching for the wrong things. Like, well, that's that's all his father was searching for is for life out there, and he tells Brad Pitt that it's it's you and me now. We can continue this mission, and it's just it, it's it's that's he just went crazy with the fact that there just might not be life out there. Well, that's what was confusing is like was his spaceship broken like he couldn't maneuver his spaceship anymore or i don't think well i don't i think the lima project just it wasn't intended to go any further than neptune it was just they got there and they're able to broad because they said uh they're out of the magnetic pole of the sun so they're able to reach a lot further out in the solar system uh uh, that's what i was wondering like when brad pitt was taking tommy lee jones out like they would have gotten to his ship and then tommy lee jones was going to try to like commandeer it for himself and but, try to go more into space, but that's that's what made me angry too. So he, Brad Pitt convinces Tommy Lee to come out with them. So they're they're out on top of the the ship, and Tommy Lee starts. He's like a thrust, thruster, yeah, yeah, thrusting backwards into space. So Brad Pitt has to go grab him, and he just says, "Let me go," and he lets him. That's go. what he does. But I'm like, just. <sighs> Why did you have to drag him off the ship in the first place? Just say, I'm not going with you. Yeah. Unhook me. But uh, he's able to get back. He, he uh, on like a little satellite thing, he was stole a little boogie board. And yeah, it was able to... use it as a shield to go through the, the rings of Neptune. Like, and not get... Because on his way to uh, the Lima, he said the Lima got knocked off course underneath the rings. So that's why he had to take the pod down there. Yeah. To drive around him, but then he was able to get this little shield and then just launch himself so that, from that, that spinning satellite. Was that stronger than the pod then to just drive straight through the rings? I guess that's a good point. Yeah, so he was able to get enough thrust to get back to his ship. Uh, he says he's going to ride the nuclear blast back to back to Earth. So the bomb goes off, and then uh, we kind of get more like the exposition him talking about how he wished things could have been imagining his ex wife or whatever and then he lands on earth and this is where he does make it back people start when they were coming in i was like this this isn't earth oh really i was like i bet this this isn't earth did that on purpose a little bit to kind of show like you know like what Uh, you're searching for yeah i'm like yeah i'm like oh this is you know he accomplished his dad's, dad's goal he found oh, new life a lot cooler so he lands and the people start running to the ship i'm like these are either going to be monkeys planet of the apes still or it's just going to be like aliens yeah. like i was like this isn't going to be earth but it is i think that would have been a lot cooler in my but, opinion but it, it would have been like too like but it would have been it would have redeemed his dad. tommy lee jones that's a good point so at the same time it's they stuck with that theme that there's just there's nothing no life out, out there. there. There's nothing out there. This is all we got on Earth, you know? Yeah. This is the last bastion of in anything, you know, this is all we have. So that's 
that's what's made me kind of iffy on this is it's just one of those movies where I didn't know what to expect and then in my heart I started getting in my head this other stuff that could have happened and it didn't so that that kind of unsettled me and I just made me I don't know I, I enjoyed it and yeah it's tough because we've seen the rescue mission with the Martian we've seen like the peril movie with gravity like we've seen like Interstellar, Interstellar finding yeah finding like life oh I guess well, livable planet is yeah. what it was uh, so yeah I mean I still think the coolest part of this movie was just the realisticness of traveling to the moon and to Mars like that shit looks pretty legit and can yeah. happen like in the future one uh I, I remember there were a couple parts of dialogue that I, I didn't really I didn't like but as I thought about it, it I guess it played into Brad Pitt's stoic character. But the one where, when the woman tells him about uh, his father killing off her family, well, mm-hmm. he's sitting there and he's like, he says to her, "I'll do it. I'll I'll find my father or something yeah. like that." And it just sounded so robotic. Yeah. And I was like, I, it just it just sounded it sounded odd. It didn't sound like a natural thing somebody would say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he lands back on Earth, then we see him in, like, a coffee shop, and he sees his ex. But, uh... And, like, the palettes, like, there's some cool-looking shots, but then, like, they went a little too crazy on, like, the orange and red palettes in those scenes. On Mars was really bad. Just everything was red. Everything was, yeah, like, it... But, I don't know. going back to... I guess the ending at the coffee shop or whatever, he sees his ex-wife or whatever, but I was just like... I guess they're trying to get a happy ending for him, but you just... He killed three well, people. Really, like, that's what I was going to wonder. He went rogue. Gonna... This dude would be in a prison, and they would... The Space Command was trying to hide everything. They they hid that... His his dad was this fig, this heroic figure, yeah. like the, the most legendary astronaut of all time, and it turns out, no, he he's a piece a, of shit. Yeah. But it's, it's... they, I don't know how they would even explain that, that... You know, he he made it back, and he's just living... Just a normal life. Just living a normal life. But yeah. uh, I, I would rate it... Uh, I'd probably give it 65 70%. See, I was, going, I was going a little higher with 75 in my head. I think just, just as far... I think the story-wise was a lot lower. I think, like, how it was edited and some of the shots... Yeah, uh, and I, I think what again brings my the, score the, down the, is the uh, the score was really good. Yeah, I, I just started building up in my own head towards yeah. the ending how it was going to end, and then when it didn't pay off like I wanted it to, I understand why it was done and the reason for it. But yeah, uh, the actual score it's sitting at eighty three percent. Eighty three. Yeah, oh, that might be a little high. But uh, I wonder if there's going to be any Oscar buzz for this, but it's just like, I don't know what categories. Yeah, you know, we just based on the early reviews, we're saying, oh, Brad Pitt, but uh, I don't, his character just, he, it was no emotion, you know, he, yeah. he was just a stoic figure, so if if he gets not, he'll, I think he'll definitely get nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I don't see, maybe... I don't know for this. I don't see any acting categories. I don't see any acting categories. Possibly cinematography. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know, depending on what else comes out, could possibly get maybe like a Best Picture nom yeah, or something. I, I, but I, I don't think that would be a stretch. I think it'll get maybe cinematography or like editing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, as we said at the beginning, definitely, if you want to go see it, see it in IMAX for sure. Otherwise... There's other options out there to go see at the movies. Uh, this one could be one you could skip and stream when it comes out. But if you are going to see it, go see it in IMAX. Uh, I still think it's worth the price of admission. Uh, For sure. But, again, if, if you have other options, go see something else. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, next one up is probably the Joker. Joker. So Next weekend. Yes, sir. So we'll uh, we'll catch you on that one. I guess uh, qu- I guess quickly. Uh, new Twitter account. The, yes. The drive-in four zero two four zero two at drive-in four zero two. Look us up. We'll be posting some stuff on there. New movie trailers. Uh, some thoughts about those as well. As- Just getting it going, but that's where you'll see our first post. Right now, I guess we're mainly linking Spotify. That's what's linked in the in the bio is our, our, these episodes on Spotify, but it's, it's everywhere you can find it. So we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next catch one. Catch you on the next one.